Hey guys, um, what's up? Hope you guys are good. Um, for those of you who are new here, it's Young Titan, and um, I am your special delivery person for anime news and more. I do um, tech news, anime news, and as well as countdowns. And today we're going to be talking about top 10 saddest animes of all time. Um, I've been going through the list myself, and most of them are ones that are, like, not in the current... Like, they weren't made this year. They were made, like, probably before any of you were born. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the specific demograph that gets to listen to these, but I could tell you that you'd have to be really old to be able to remember any of these or be around when they all came out um the this is not gonna be a spoiler of any kind i'm just gonna count them down from 10 to 1 and um you know i'm gonna read it out to you you probably haven't watched it and you still know very little about anime i'm i'm assuming i'm not saying that you are absolutely um void of anime knowledge i'm sure you have immense vast amounts of it so let's just say that what i'm gonna offer you is a remembrance of some kind so let's start at number 10 all right um at number 10 we have fruit baskets which came out in 2019 um let's go through it now after her mother's death 16 year old tohu honda finds herself without a home and living in a tent Without her knowing, Toru is on the private property of highly respected Sumer family. And of course, the member of the Sumers that find her tent is Yuki, her high school prince. Her school's prince? Her school's prince? What? The, since when did schools have prince? They're saying it so casually. It's like <laughs> when you go to every school, there is like a king and the queen over there. It's like, okay, yes, this is our son. He's the prince of the school pay heed to him. This is ridiculous. Alright, living with his older cousin, Shigure. Kim and Yuki offer Toru a place to stay in their house, and she happily accepts as long as she helps out around the house cooking and cleaning. It isn't long until Toru gets caught in the crosshairs of Yuki and his orange-haired cousin, Kyo, who is picking for a fight. I have to say that kids are not yeah, I'm just gonna say something very dark and it's gonna get me in trouble. Let's just go on. She gets in between the two of them and Kyo transforms into a cat. A cat? Whoa, alright. The Suma family is cursed. A long-standing curse that causes the members to turn into the Chinese zodiac animals if they hug a person of the opposite gender. That is so weird. I mean, why would that happen though? <laughs> yeah, this this seems like a story that would be more funny than it would be sad, but it is part of the list, so I guess they got some real mood swings coming up real quick. Um, but yeah, that is that is starting us at number ten, and let's get to number nine. Horutarubi no Mori E 8.35. Wonder if that's part of the title itself. Okay, <clears throat> six-year-old Hotaru Takigawa finds herself lost in an ancient forest. He finally, I mean she, finally finds someone to help her, but not a human being. Gin, or Jin, 
or however you'd like to pronounce that, is a forest spirit who hides his face because behind a kitsune mask. Hotaru quickly learns that if she touches Jin, he'll disappear. He leads Hotaru out of the forest and warns her never to return. Hotaru doesn't care and keeps coming back to see Jin. They begin to enjoy each other's company and form a strong bond. Hotaru comes back every summer to see Jin. She keeps getting older and he still stays the same. Will their friendship be able to withstand the boundary between human and spirit? Or will Hotaru cross the line and cause Jin to disappear forever? I feel like I'm gonna spoil this. Not because I have watched the anime myself, but honestly because um, I, I feel like there was a Twitter post that ruined it for me. It's like, you know when you're watching uh, threads on Twitter and all of a sudden here comes these pack of videos that seem interesting but just turn out to ruin your entire anime experience. But yeah, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. If you haven't watched it, you can go watch it. It's cool. Usually when I have a review of a particular anime, I try and leave a link down so they can get access to it by Telegram. But I'm not doing that right now because it's a countdown. <clears throat> if I was supposed to make a link for each and every one of them, that would take some time. And um, someone's a little bit lazy or a little bit tired. It depends on how you want to look at this. <laughs> But yeah, um, hopefully I make a review about some of these animes. But you let me know which ones you would want to have. Like, you can tell me and I'd probably leave it in the comments, you know, just as long as you would want it as one, you know. So I don't like, probably you guys have already watched it, so there's no need for you guys to go through it. Let's go to number eight. And also have to be time conscious. You know, I really wanted to be the kind of person that did only 15 minutes. It seems as if I have a lot to get off my head, so it turns out to be longer than that. And unfortunately, I end up saying shit too long. And before you know it, 30 minutes is still not enough. Actually, my phone helps me record more, but I'm using my laptop because it's a little bit more time and energy efficient. Let's go to number eight, all right? At number eight, we have Grave of Fireflies. Now, siblings Seita and Seitsuko are victims of World War II in Japan. They lost their homes and their parents. That's very sad. All they have is each other and their desperation to survive the aftermath of the war and the bombings. Fighting starvation and illness, Seita and Setsuko walk across the destroyed country, scrounge for food, a place to rest, and the kindness of others. Can Seito and Setsuko live through the tragedy of war, or will they become just another number lost in the War of 1945? That's when World War II happened? Okay, I don't know my history well, so you can just like hog me for that. But um, if that is the case, then this shouldn't be a survival story. I mean, kids would die, right? Unless, of course, like the soldiers found them and took them to a safe place. Who's to say the soldiers are not like messed up? You know, I, I've heard a lot of messed up thing about, you know, show, I mean, soldiers and their, their pound of flesh. They might rape the kids. Just saying. But two kids surviving on their own during the World War II is going to be quite intense because I'm thinking bombs will be flying around and people would be dying everywhere. So. That would be a lot harder to believe if those two actually survive. 
I guess that's why it's a sad story, right? Because eventually, either one of them or both of them are gonna, like, kick the bucket, right? Or am I just being cynical? Okay, at number seven, we have One Piece. Hmm. I thought it was, like, mainly... Uh, let's just go on. At his execution, Go D. Roger, Go D. Roger, the Pirate King, reveals that his greatest treasure is out there in the ocean of the Grand Line. One Piece. That's it. Okay. Those who desired the boundless riches, fame, and title of the new Pirate King took to the sea and began the Grand Age of Pirates. One of these wannabe pirates chasing this dream is 17-year-old Monkey D. Luffy. Seeking pure adventure and treasures, Luffy sails out into the sea, I mean ocean, looking for crewmates along the way to fight alongside against other pirates and the world government, and all their wicked mysterious. Huh. Well, that seems pretty straightforward. The reason why I'm not getting into that one is because I have not touched One Piece. I got scared by the fact that they could reach a thousand chapter for an anime so I, I guess i got i got freaked out because every time i watch an anime it's like recently that i've changed my motive from if i touch it i must finish it to if i like the first one i can continue to the end <laughs> it this this process is very long and stressful but i have seen and i know that if i watch the first episode i will fall in love with one piece and i don't want that to happen I am like so gullible when it comes to anime. Like I, I would just want to watch everything just to be able to know how I feel about the entire thing. Okay, at number six we have Demon Slayer, and I can concur that that is very sad because you even start off the entire anime、um, losing someone that's close to the protagonist, and there. Their crying is so intense. I gotta say, like every single moment that they spend crying in this anime makes you wanna cry as well. And they don't like cry in silence. They shout their heads off. Like they they really feel the pain. And I, I kind of like feel the emotions more when they do it that way. But it kind of like it makes me so self aware of the whole thing. I don't know how to explain it. Okay, so at number six we have Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. Now Tanjiro Kamado lives up in the snowy mountains with his family. Together, they live a simple and peaceful life. But times where happiness is broken. Wait, but times. Okay, I don't think someone wrote this well.、Um, but yeah, happy times get cut off as、um, Tanjiro smells blood. He has very great sense of smell, by the way. He's like a dog on this thing. Tanjiro comes home from the local village to his entire family massacred by a demon. The only survivor is his sister Nezuko, who actually has transformed into a demon craving human flesh. My speculations is that they can turn you into a demon if you get some blood from the main guy, who we usually refer to as Michael Jackson because he seems to、um, emulate that. <laughs> Like no,、nah, he he actually dresses up as Michael Jackson in this thing, so <laughs> you 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 see that. So leave me leave me alone. Tanjiro vows revenge on the demon who murdered his family and joins the Demon Slayer Corps to find a way to turn Nezuko back into a human. Seems like a 
pretty solid plot. He meets a lot of people. He also gets his own group of friends that seem to have similar goals. It's not clear because he's in it with a guy who loves wearing a warthog um, helmet, mask, whatever it is. And the other one who's like shit. I wouldn't say shit for brains, but he's a scaredy cat, like 24-7. But when he goes to sleep, that's when you would fall in love with him. When he's awake, he's loud as a motherfucker and you would want to kill him or shut him up the best way you possibly can. So yeah, I, I guess it's quite an interesting story, but it is true. It does get sad at many points in time, especially when you are told a lie and you fall in love with one of the characters who are actually side characters and you gotta also cry along with Tanjiro and his crying is loud as hell. I've already said that. At number five, we have To Your Eternity, um, an immortal being called It. Not the one on in movies, you know, not not the clown, is sent to Earth to observe the world. It is emotionless and lacks a sense of identity. Only capable of changing forms, it turns into a rock, moss, and then a dying wolf. After turning into a wolf, it begins to gain consciousness as it meets the late wolf's master, a young boy who hopes to reunite with his tribe who traveled south to a paradise and hasn't come back now after the boy dies it takes his form now the immortal being goes south and begins to experience humanity in the land and people he meets seems like a very simple as story void of emotion trying to learn how to get emotion and um how exactly am i gonna get tied into a character who can't feel anything I guess he's learning so you would fall in love with him like eventually and then he'll grow attached to people or people get attached to him and then they'll die i'm pretty sure they're even gonna make the wolf dead scene a very uh, dramatic one not saying it's gonna be bad it's gonna be amazing um anime always manages to deliver on sadness to a certain level that i can't explain like you can't find this sort of sadness in normal cartoons at least not in the u.s like Yes, there would be some that really charge up your emotions, but anime goes on a different level. It kind of like forces the tears out of you because you also feel the pain coming from the voice actors and it's just insane. Okay, at number four, we have wolf children. In college, Hana falls in love with a man who tells her that he's secretly the last werewolf alive. She loves him regardless, and the two of them start a family. They have two kids, the oldest, Yuki, and the youngest, Ame. Aim, Ame, Aim, Ame, Aim, Ame, Aim, Ame, 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 just Aim. From their father, both are able to transform into wolves at will. Sick. One horrible raining night, their father is actually hit by a car while he's in his wolf form, and he, uh, he dies. On her own, Hana goes through the hardship of losing her love and having to raise her kids alone and their animalistic tendencies. Ugh. Anna decides to move her family out of the clustered city and into the open countryside to keep their secrets hidden. It's here that Hana hopes that Yuki and Ame can decide who they want to grow up to be and the freedom to choose their lives. So, I mean, if we're up to you, would you want to be a wolf or a human being? I mean, there are pros and cons to both sides. If I'm a human being, I have to work 9 to 5 in order to feed my family. 
if I'm a wolf, I just need to hunt down the right animal and I'm set for the evening. I mean, I'd have to do that every day. And as the older I get, the more difficult that's going to become. And I get no pension when I'm a wolf. Oh, my God. I think I'm actually going to choose human. No. I mean, no, not really. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll just leave it to you guys. Which one do you think is better? Humans or wolves? Because one is void of responsibility only because you do not have the sense to think for yourself. Your conscious mind is like deleted and you're just like freaking animal. So yeah, I, I'll leave it to you guys. Which one? In, let, just let's see who gets the vote, you know? humans or wolves and number three we have your lie in april jose arima was once a pianist prodigy but after his mother died he stopped hearing the sound of the piano and stopped seeing the bright colors of the world two years later jose still hasn't touched the piano but is satisfied with his monotone life besides his two friends tubaki salabe and rio tawakari who happen to be his best friends so and all it takes is a free-spirited blonde to change everything it's always got to be some bitch kari kaori miyazono a violinist who has a huge crush on his friend ryota who drags kosei back into the world of music reignites his passion and the dark past he tried to hide away so she brings him back trauma and complicates his uh, relationships sweet that's like the default of girls huh <laughs> no no that was not a jab that was honesty usually when girls come to you they have some sort of stuff attached to them whether it's a good thing or a bad thing they still have something attached to them so they can either wreck your world or make it a better place you just gotta know which one's which before you get duped at number two, we have Your Name. Let's see, do I have enough time? Oh, yes, I do, please. At number two, we have Your Name. Uh, Mitsuha Miyu... Uh, Mitsuha Miyamizu is a high school girl working at a family's shrine in her small rural town. She dreams of living in the big city and get more out of life. Tajibana is actually a city boy and a part-time waiter who's pursuing a future in architecture. One day, Mitsuha wakes up as Taki and Taki wakes up as Mitsuha. They're swapping bodies. Neither knows what's going on but is determined to not let the other mess up their life. As they inhabit each other's lives, they begin to look for each other. But the answer could tear them apart forever. I mean... Uh, I assume if I turned into a girl overnight, I'd run crazy. I mean, like, how often would you get that opportunity to wake up as someone else, especially a girl? It was another dude, and that guy, like, had a bigger dick. Then, yeah, I'm going to get me some game. I don't understand why my mind is going there. I, the obvious thing is that if that happened to you in real life, and Lord knows that someone wishes that, I don't know how you would be able to... Well, I guess you could. I mean, if you're that concerned about being who you are, maybe you like the way you are. You know, you don't want to change. But if you wake up as a girl who's probably a little bit rich, she's taking care of her family shrine. 
I mean, isn't those aren't those who keep shrines like rich or something? Or is like mandatory? I don't know. I'm not Japanese. But hey, if you know anything about some Japanese history, you can hit me in the comments and let me know what that means or what that's all about. Yeah. Okay. So we have done all of them. All of them are great. They all have a leverage of sadness to bring at least one or two tears in your eyes. But now we're going for the big hammock, the the groundbreaker, the icebreaker, the leviathan, the darkness that spreads deep into the night and more blah, 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 I could say. But let's just get into it. At number one, towering over everybody and being the utmost saddest anime you've ever watched, we have a silent voice. Now, a silent voice is about Shoya Ishida uh, and his classmates who get a new classmate. That's pretty redundant. His classmates get a new classmate. I mean, it makes sense, right? His class gets a new classmate. Yeah, that's better. Okay. So Shoko Nishima, Nishimiya is deaf and becomes Shoya and his class target for bullying. So the protagonist is a bad guy. I would say in the beginning he's he's just a villain, so let's just consider it that way. When the class gets caught, the rest of the school turn on Shoya and he has to take all the blame. Shoko transfers to a new school and Shoya gets a taste of his own medicine when he becomes the target for bullying. Now, in his last year of high school, Shoyo is socially crippled and is still haunted by his cruelty. All he wants is to find Shoko and apologize to her, but will take... Hmm. Will this be enough for Shoya and Shoko to move on from the past or be consumed by their inner demons? Well, I don't know. I feel like it breaks me when i know that the girl is deaf and the bully is the guy if it was the guy who was deaf and the girl was teasing him i think it i i think it would be cute but it won't be right you know but it's just in this situation you're just finding yourself feeling very sad each and every moment the girl is on set so yeah, I was pretty bummed out the whole time that I was watching this because every moment they spent bullying that girl, it just tore me up on the inside, man. I, I was I was bawling, man. I was bawling like shit. That shit got to me, man. I was crying like rivers and streams and shit like that, man. Damn. Yeah, but it wasn't really a funny. It wasn't. It wasn't a great scene. I didn't really like it because it always got me in my feelings and shit like that. Anyways. Um, yeah, so that is basically the top 10. You can let me know which one you have watched, which one do you think is, should be on this list, or probably which one doesn't deserve to be on this list. You know, probably maybe you've watched it and you saw that, hey man, this ain't shit. I don't believe you. And you can at least understand where that comes from. Unfortunately... I have to go because, you know, as time goes on, uh, I have to make sure that I am as precise as possible and not waste any more time on this. Um, yeah, but anyways, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, you guys really make my day every time I'm able to talk to you guys. Um, it's, it's lonely, but 
I don't know. I kind of feel better when I talk to you guys. Things are looking up. And they'll always look up. I have you guys. So I think I'll be okay. Uh, take care of yourselves. And um, let me know what kind of anime you want me to review. But I'd have to watch it first. So if that's going to happen. And you got to also do that as well. And also, please subscribe. I am doing this every day. So you're going to get a new episode every single day as long as you're subscribed to this channel. So, you know, you just uh, subscribe over there and um, you get to hear my voice every freaking day till you are no longer on this planet. That was a bit morbid. I shouldn't have said that. Um, yeah, but thanks so much for watching, guys. Um, I'll be here. And I'll be square. Take care of yourselves. Young Titan out.